Are you jonesing for a little more? We are thrilled to announce our bonus after show podcast featuring deeper dives, salacious stories, additional reviews, and extra trips on the merry-go-round, including your chance to compete against the queens. This is an exclusive Patreon-only bonus after-show podcast, so the only way to get the extra content is by joining our royal court on patreon.com slash review that review. For as little as $5 a month, you will get access to full video recordings of every single episode, exclusive merch opportunities, bloopers and fumbles, and a monthly Zoom with the queens. Plus, our new bonus after show podcast. Check it out now at patreon.com slash review that review. Everybody's got an opinion. Every Californian and Virginian. It's so hard to tell who to trust and who to ignore. Someone's got to settle the score. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing... Reviews! We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And together, we're... The Review Queens! Hey, Chelsea girl! How's your crown? Hey, Trey... My crown is good. I just had a very productive writing meeting with Amy and we made some nice decisions and edits and I'm very excited about the direction of this next draft. So just coming off of the excitement of that to get even more excitement by being here and recording this podcast with you. How is your week going, Trey? I'm having a really good week. You know, it it was actually a little gloomy out today, which was a little bizarre. And um, our fire alarm batteries just started dying throughout the house, but they're connected to like ADT. So when you unscrew it to change the battery, an alarm goes off, which is Uh like really obnoxious. And then they're like not standard batteries. Like they're like a very specific kind and I'm not going to buy them from ADT. So I had to like order them on Amazon. You know, they'll be coming tomorrow to arrive. Yeah, exactly. That's occurring. But you know, it's such a gift to be able to have fire protection. <laughs> Do you hear that? Like, beep, yes. beep. Well, yeah. I uh, had to deal with it because I, I didn't want it to show up in this recording. Oh, yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Anyway. Well, yeah. is there anything specific that you would like to complain about? Would you maybe like to lodge a complaint? Yeah, I need to lodge a complaint <laughs> today, as it turns out. I want to lodge a complaint. I don't know who my complaint should really be directed to, if okay. it's just that like I want more sympathy or what it is. But like, I want to lodge a complaint against period cramps. And I'm sorry <sighs> if like our male audience has exited, but like, it's a real thing. And the worst thing about it is that it ha- you have it, you experience it. On the one hand, you're like, okay, thank God, at least for me, it's like I have PCOS. So I'm like, oh, I'm healthy. It's coming. Like, I'm, I'm grateful. But like, I'm in pain and it's annoying. And I have to know that if all things go well, like if everything goes according to plan, I will be in this pain again in a month. Mm-hmm. 
I just don't think we talk about it enough openly. It's just like amongst girlfriends, you're kind of like, Ugh, can you believe this? This is terrible. The worst cramps. And they're all like, I understand. I hear you, girl. But I think globally, let's have this conversation because women, we're just walking through the world like this, still running, running things and getting things done. But, you know, it's real. So I'm well, watching a complaint. You know, I have a friend who has PCOS as well. And um, <laughs> call back. I don't know. Do we do that in the rehearsals or in an episode? I don't know if people know about that. I think I remember transcribing it. So I think it is in an actual Oh, episode. Oh, it is. Oh, it's in the um, Laverne Cox. Episode one, two or three. One of those. Yes, yes, yes. No, I hear you. It makes me think of... Um, not similar, but it is similar. I, there is this whole culture of female suppression... Something that really bothers me, and I think there is a comedian who has this in their thing, but it ha- it is something that has always bothered me. Why are pad commercials, why do they use a blue liquid to simulate the effect? I understand red is like, right. like it is gross, but it's know, like, yeah. but that we all know what a pad is for. So right. Like when you change the color, it's just perpetuating this shh, we don't yeah. talk about the female's body. Like, yeah. you know, there's so much systematic stuff against women that, you know, is stupid. Yeah, it really is. I I'm mean, sorry you're cramping. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Cause like, ooh, it's been a day in terms of that. So well, anyway. I applaud you for being productive today in the mix. Thank you. Yes. If I was like in school and in gym class, I would be like, I need to sit out today, you know? Hmm. <laughs> I'm not going swimming. Anyway, that's my complaint. Tell us, Try, what's going on with your life? Okay, so this occurred to me the moment after I closed my complaint about parallel parking. Okay. So I'm I have to lodge it because it's related and and I don't there is no solution. There's no way okay. to fix the problem unless we paint slots, but I'm talking about parallel parking. Mm-hmm. The little tiny gaps from when someone has parked not close enough or oh, someone has parked too close. And then the rest of that side of the street goes along with fitting onto the street. So then sure. there's not enough spot left, but there's just a tiny little sliver. Right. Because like if you had a motorcycle, you would be good. Right. A car. Or, or one of those weird compact, like two door cars. It yeah. just, it makes me so angry when it's like, you see that someone could have parked closer, but right. then you're like, well, maybe whoever well, was there before. Yeah, we don't know when the domino started. It's like, did it, were, are you, the person in front of you, are they just like doing what they need to do and following along or did they start it? We so that, know. so it bothers me because we have lines for parking lots. So why don't we have lines for parallel parking? Is it because of motorcycles and smaller sized vehicles? I mean, maybe it would be more obnoxious if like if there were lines. But well, also it's just yeah. I mean, there are lines when you're pl- you're when you're paying at like a pay meter thingy. Correct. So like there are times in LA where you'll parallel park and then Correct. there will be lines because you got to pay for it. But if it's free, it's not coming with lines. Right. So like, where did that where did that logic start? I don't know. I, I don't know what the solution is, but yeah. it really bothers me. I wonder me. if it's just because there's all different sizes of cars. Like That's if you're street parking, you can street park your humongous van if you should be so lucky to find a large enough spot. Or you could street park a smart car. Whereas maybe with some of these metered parking, it's like, okay, well, if you can't fit there, then you got to find a commercial lot somewhere or something else. And I do think that it is an issue that only arises in ginormous cities. 
where there is such a surplus of vehicles. Because if it isn't like that many cars, then you you don't really ever encounter the situation where there's a little bit of a gap that is too small for a car, but like could almost fit a car. You know, like that drives me crazy. Yeah. Like it's the worst when you're circling or when someone's like, what about that spot? And you're like, I don't know how, like, how am I supposed to just put myself into a shrink wrap thing? And yeah, you're like, like, oh, it's going to be a fire hydrant. And then you look and it's not. It's just too small. A small spot, exactly. Or I hate when it's just like a little bit too small, but whatever. The worst. All right. Well, I do feel better now that that is out in the open. And I think, Chelsea, that we should jump into some online reviews. I think we should jump into some online reviews. That's a great idea. Let's do that. So as you guys already know, thank you for listening in again. We are your trusty review queens. We each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. We read you the review, we break it down, and we rate the impact of that review on a scale from one to five crowns. It is a very regal process that Chelsea and I call... Assess that kvetch. All right, you're first today. Okie dokie pokey. Take it away, RQ. Just warming up for Meryl Garand, just in case I have to do Opera Diva later. I don't know if my stomach can handle this. You can handle this, Trey. You got this. Review that review. All right. Today, I have a two-star review okay. from Amazon.com. This is for Pepto-Bismol. Yes. From Amazon Customer. Ugh. I know. I wish they had like a name name, but they okay. don't. That's what the name is. All right. I'm fine with it, I guess. Okay. And this is for the Pepto-Bismol Choose. Okay. I've been using there for about two months, and I noticed the areas of my teeth that touch the place's residual product is left on my teeth is now stained dark brown slash black. I've always had extremely white teeth. My dental hygienist is religious. (sighs) I'm extremely upset that my teeth have been stained now. No amount of scraping, brushing, or white strips seems to improve it. I also tried discontinuing use of the product for two plus weeks and no luck. This seems like grounds for a lawsuit, to be perfectly honest. I literally don't know if my teeth will ever go back to normal or how long it will take. Meanwhile, I go around like a fool with white teeth and black spots between my teeth. I will upload pics once I charge my phone. (laughs) Flavor. Two out of five stars. Too chewy and flavor is nothing special. Almost like a M&M except Pepto flavored. Travel. Three out of five stars. Earlier today, I tried to put one of the bottles in my pocket while I walked out the car to work. I had to take them out because of how utterly loud and annoying the rattling noise was. I even tried putting a paper towel in there to stop them from moving. Didn't work. So now I just put a few chewables in my pocket. If you sweat or move a lot, this starts to degrade the physical integrity of the chewable. 
I can't speak about the chemical integrity of the product actually working. They seem to do something at least to help an upset stomach. Value. They should be paying me after I stained my beautiful white teeth, which I would receive compliments for regularly. I don't even know how to get my teeth back to normal. What an absolute nightmare. (laughs) Dash, dash, dash. And no, the stains are not from something else, such as diet or overbrushing. I have done dental slash hygienist shadowing as I am applying to dental school. So I have some knowledge of the field already. Wow. I feel like the dental school was a plot twist. I know. (laughs) I did not see that coming from Amazon customer. Amazon customer. (laughs) Amazon customer. Have you ever had, have you ever had Pepto-Bismol chewables? I think I have. Are these the ones that are Starburst-like or they're like, maybe like more like a Mento? I'm so glad that we're clarifying this. Yes, because these are actually in a clear plastic bottle and they do look like pink colored Mentos. Mentos. It's not the like pop out of Starburst. No, no, no. There's a different one where they're like in like those classic like aluminum foil plastic containers and you pop oh yeah the chalk ones the The chalky ones yes this is not chalk this is like a pepto-bismol mento mentos yes now this is where i'm confused first of all like very i'm gonna say right off the bat in terms of effort well first of all did they ever upload the pictures i'm guessing no no they never they never did upload any images so i guess their phone is still uncharged Okay, well, that removes a little bit of my trust from from Amazon customer because they did not fulfill their promise to me as the review reader. However, what makes Amazon customer a candidate for review queendom is the fact that in the middle of the review, mm-hmm. they start to sort of do their own assessing of the kvetch, as you will. Um, yes. And they talk about the taste. They, you know, they give the nod where the nod is due. They talk about the travel experience, the value, a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of things that you and I talk about. So, uh, you know, I I know. I, I'm wondering, I, I I chuckled at this sentence, the dental hygienist is religious. Mm-hmm. So are they saying that they visit? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are they saying that they visit the dental hygienist religiously or that their dental hygienist, not only are they amazing at doing a scaling and a cleaning, but they pray over the teeth as well. I mean, I took Amazon customer to be saying that the dental hygienist is religious at their work, that they're like very detailed. Oh, interesting. Okay. Third, but, third interpretation. But it is an odd um, sentence structure. Yeah. I mean, this is where I got confused, I think. Okay. So if this happened to me, you know me, I'm, I'm the daughter of a dentist. I'm very OCD about my own teeth. And so if I was using a product... And it turned my teeth black or gave me like spots, something I've never had before. I would freak out, completely lose my mind and probably write a review about it too. I get it. However, 
the part where I was a little lost is then they're talking about travel and they're like, so now I just put them on my pocket and now I just do this. And I'm wondering, where are we in space and time? Like, is it that you used to put them in your pocket and travel around? And as soon as you realize this was the issue, you stopped using them altogether? Or are you still using this product because it works for your stomach? Well, that was my question too, because they say... I tried discontinuing use of the product for two plus weeks. How many, how often do you have to take Pepto-Bismol? Is this something you take every single day of your life? If so, I think you need to see the doctor. Well, that's, that's where I think there's a little bit of confusion in this review. Is it that I tried discontinuing the product? I, I like, I've been trying as in like, it's been two and a half weeks where I've been Pepto free and it's still an issue. Right. What is the actual time frame here? Right. Or is it that I took off two and a half weeks and then figured, well, it's it's not taking him away, so I might as well continue use of the product. Like that, I, I'm a little confused. It is confusing, especially because they go into the breakdown of like flavor travel value right. after that. So So is it that we need an edit? to like the order of events a little bit more so that you're taking me through your whole experience? No, because it says, I tried discontinuing use of this product for two plus weeks. And then it says, travel. Earlier today, I tried to put one of the bottles in my pocket. Okay, that's ridiculous. So they went back to using it again. That's insane. And And then they wrote the review after going back to the product today. Right. Okay, this does not, this review, this review just plummeted. It's like they were like so upset about looking like a fool with white teeth, but black between the teeth. And then they like took a break and then they're like, I really just need this when I'm going grocery shopping. So then they tried to put it in. It was too rattly and loud. And they're like, that's it. I'm going on Amazon because I am Amazon customer. Right. Wait, what do you think of the fact that they tried to put this bottle in their Mm -hmm. pocket? And it was rattling because it's little Mentos things inside of a plastic bottle. Yeah. Like what else is it supposed to? But I love that they they had options. Like they tried the cotton. It you is know, smart. They, tr- yeah. they tried to do things to remedy that situation that didn't work. Like if I had this bottle of Tylenol it's gonna make noise. in my pocket, it would be rattling around all over town. Yeah. So so do these lozenges and so does Altoids. Like everything. Exactly. Everything rattles. Even change in your pocket rattles. Yeah, we're rattling all the time. We're rattling right now. I'm also, I want to acknowledge the, um, the grammar is interesting because they like all caps flavor and then travel. Like that's an interesting, and then it it has like the epilogue at the end, like the dash dash. And no, it isn't because I'm gross, but there are a lot of spelling problems here. I was going to say, it sounded like in the beginning, there were some errors where there were some sentences that... Well, I'm glad you said that because literally the first word of yeah. this review is I've, and it's just spelled I-V-E. No, without the apostrophe. apostrophe. But, but there, was a says, there, there was like a there or something yeah, that was let wrong. Yeah, let me read it again. Yeah. I've been using there for about two months, and I noticed the areas of my teeth that touch... The place's residual product is left on my teeth is now stained dark brown black. What? Yeah, that whole sentence needed a full rewrite. Like, what is it that I so I really have to read between the lines and say you've been using them for however long or these I think or these. Yeah. For however long. 
And now you're noticing that the residual powder, which comes off the top of the mento. That's what's causing black. Yeah, the residual pink powder that is coming off of the mento is getting in between your teeth and then over time turning black. Brush your teeth like immediately after you use it. That I don't know. Like, like why are we not feeding floss? it around? But yeah. then this is on the go. So. Oh, right. True. Can't brush immediately. Do you think okay. they're being truthful? Like, do you think this is actually occurring? I'm sure that products, I think, you know, everybody's teeth, uh, like biology is a little bit different. And some people are a little bit more sensitive to stains. And mm. I'd venture to say, depending on how often we're even getting cleanings and things like that, maybe we're we're removing that that front piece of enamel from the tooth. And then if we do that, then we are leaving the tooth a little bit more susceptible to staining because, you know, that's what happens when you erode um, the front front layer of the teeth. So, But they're saying it's the crevices between, between which is so weird. I, I do appreciate the sentence. Meanwhile, I go around like a fool. This is where I feel for, the, for Amazon customer. I feel for Amazon customer with like, that was like my thing, you know, like like a guy that has the most amazing hair, but then like goes bald or something yeah. like that. Like that's like everywhere you went, all people would say is like, oh my God, you have the best teeth, you have the best hair, you have the best whatever. And then all of a sudden that's taken away. And I think that emotion of that loss for Amazon customer is really making her them heated and upset and i think that that's clouding the review a little bit here and maybe clouding the logic of the review because if amazon customer and i were to sit down and have a conversation about this i would say maybe we should try a different product if we're having stomach issues maybe we shouldn't continue using this product yeah do we think that this really is coming from this or do we think there's something else that is occurring in amazon customer's life I really think Amazon customer wanted to jump the gun on that question when they were yeah. like, and no, it's not coffee or Diet Coke or whatever else. I, I mean, can we ever be super certain? I don't think so. I, I just think like the main place where Amazon customer loses me is that they're still using the product. Like if I had and they give it what, two, two stars, two out of five. Yeah. Yeah. So if I had such a negative experience with the product and I was 1000% confident that my use of this product was causing a problem, such a big problem that my entire value of myself, which a big part of that is my amazing smile was being put at risk. I certainly would never use that product again. And so the fact that we Amazon customer is continuing to use this product, it does make me question the way that they're explaining this and whether it is in fact as big of a deal as they are making it out to be. Because mm, right. I just don't think you would continue doing that. And like you said, ideally, Pepto-Bismol is something that you take every once in a while when you have a stomach problem. If you had more of a stomach problem, I would think that you would be on something a little bit more long-term, a little bit more regular. That being said, I just think it's sus. It's very sus to continue to use a product after it's done this. And if that's not true and the timeline is shifted, then Amazon customers left me confused. I mean, I think I can crown this. How about you? I think I can crown it. Yeah. Okay. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of one to five crown cards. And in an effort to be fair and not influenced by one another, we will simultaneously reveal our rating. (laughs) 
The queens are tabulating. You ready? I'm ready. Social school. Oh, interesting. Okay. I am holding up two and a half crowns and Trey is holding up three and a half crowns. I gave Amazon customer two and a half crowns because of the intrigue I now have about this. Like, I'm going to go ask my dad about this and see if I need to be concerned the next time I'm using Pepto. So for that, you've definitely piqued my interest. Also, you're a queen in the sense that you broke everything down and you had your own rubric. I respected that. I thought that was cool. Uh, Where you lost me. I feel like you almost, Amazon customer, have a pompacity, uh, a pompousness about your dental awareness. Um, I think you're really throwing that in the reviewer's face. Like, I want you to know that I go to the dentist all the time. I'm in dental school. I'm okay. Cool, 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 cool. Like, chill. The person that's reading this review doesn't really need all that information. And I think that we could get our message across in a more clear way. Also, of course, we lost points just for um, spelling, grammar, and that whole universe. And we also lost points because I'm confused. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can trust you or not, Amazon customer. One, because you're living in the dock, girlfriend or boyfriend or them friend you're you're just you're living in the dark you're hiding behind amazon customer i don't know who you are and you're telling me things that don't really add up so i'm a little suspicious and that's why i'm giving you two and a half crowns how about you try why three and a half i did three and a half because i think there is an impact here for me like i think that i would just stick with the chalk version chewables rather than these because Strictly because I'm like, well, I don't want to mess up my teeth. But there is something about it. Like I I took two and a half off. No, I took one and a half off because I don't know. I feel like I do feel like we might be missing a little something to the story here. And they're just so protesting so much about dental knowledge that it makes Mm -hmm. me a little confused. And the whole traveling conversation, I get that these are chewables on the go. But um. Obviously, if you take a bottle and walk around with it, it's going to rattle. So, like, right. I don't, I don't think that that's specifically like a knock against this product. So, for that reason, I gave it three and a half. Nice, good review. Lots to, lots chew to on. chew, lots to chew on. I said the same thing. Ooh. Lots to chew on there, Trey. Love it. All right, so let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we can get into Chelsea Duan's review. Can't wait. BRB. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. Chelsea and I are so excited to share this exclusive review queen offer from superchewer.com that is worthy of five crowns, honey child. Now, from the makers of BarkBox, Superchewer is a monthly subscription based service for those dogs that need tougher and more durable toys. Every month, you and your pup will receive a box right to your front door that is loaded with two tough toys that are always fluff free, two meaty chews, and two full-size bags of treats that are customizable for allergy and diet preferences. Plus, all Super Chewer treats are always made in the USA and Canada with globally sourced ingredients and never contain corn, wheat, or soy. Now close your eyes, unless you're driving, and imagine the joy your dog will have when that pesky mailman brings something that is just for them once a month. 
Super Chewer is offering listeners of Review That Review one extra month free, which is a $45 value child, when you use our link, superchewer.com slash queen. Super Chewer comes with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if a toy isn't tough enough, they will replace it 100% free of charge. Now what dog doesn't want to take that challenge? Sign up right now at superchewer.com slash queen and give your good boy something that is good enough for them. Superchewer.com slash queen. Let the dogs out. Chelsea and Trey to play one star zingers on the merry-go-round. Yay! I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. Here's the deal. No, I'm not going to do it because I can't do that to you guys. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, not a second more, we'll take turns trying to recite the zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl Streep, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. And I'm going first. I really like saying that so fast. I don't know why, but okay. It just feels very game showy. Like I feel like game showy always they always like include a final Slip phrase that they yeah. it's like I'm giving getting like Mark Summers vibes. Results not typical. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. All right. So my one star zinger is from Walmart. And it is a one star zinger written by Jose for a lawn flamingo. <gasps> They very small, not how they look on the picture. <laughs> they very small, are there? not how they look on the picture. Three. Okay. okay. All right. Yes. Are you ready? I am. Oh, uh, what am I strapped into? <laughs> Tonight, you are strapped in on another Florida animal, a crocodile. Ooh. Are they alligators? TikTok. What is Florida? Alligator Alley. It's an alligator. Okay. Either way, it could be in Captain Hook. I just always think of like the clock. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. All right. Uh, let's do this. Three, two, one, go. WWE. They very small. Not how they look on the picture. Lifetime. They very small. Not how they look on the picture. What that Breaking was. Breaking news. They very small, not how they look on the picture. Teen drama. They very small, not how they look on the picture. Televangelist. They very small, not how they look on the picture. That's all. You got five, my queen. <laughs> okay. Good I feel job. Like diminishing returns for me, but here we go. That's okay. What did you bring in? Okay, I found this. Uh, for the hometown episode. Okay. But then I went with the boiled peanuts. But this one is still very good. So this is a one-star zinger from Amazon by Adam D. This is for the Heinz Carolina mustard style sweet mustard barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> wait, and wait, sweet mustard barbecue sauce. 
you know barbecue sauce like if you a southern style barbecue sauce is mustard based i didn't know that and the normal barbecue sauce is like ketchup based i had no idea that's a thing oh yeah yeah so there you go go. so heinz started making a southern style interesting okay and adam's subject is black b-l-e-c-k exclamation mark and then his adam's review is black no, 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 no. <laughs> and bleh is spelled B-L-E-E-E-E-H. So the, the subject is black, and then the review right. is bleh. Wow. <laughs> what diversity in one review, Adam. Good So what am I work. strapping you in are stra- I, I have you strapped into like a Florida orange. Oh! <gasps> Yeah. So sweet and yummy. Yeah, I think that would be a good look for you. Plus, I just feel like you're someone who could ride round things, obviously, like the eight ball. It makes me think of an episode of Top Model. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly All right. like that. I'm trying to get a podcast record with this review. So here I we know. go. Get ready. Get your fingers ready. And I'm going to try to be as acting style Meryl as possible. Okay. Ready? We are uh, bringing Meryl into the room with us. Okay. Right, I'm on my orange. Okay, <laughs> get strapped into your orange. Three, two, one, go! Game show. Bleh! No, 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 no! Yankee. Bleh! No, 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 no! Opera diva. Bleh! No, 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 no! <laughs> Melodrama. Bleh! No, 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 no! Rom com. No, 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 no. Pop star. Oh my goodness. All right, let's see how you did try. I don't think I got, I don't think it was a record. It's not a record, but we tied five and five. I think that's the, is that the second time in a row we tied? And we tied on the live. Oh my god, we've been tying lately. We're that so was, in uh, sync. Fun. Are you gonna devour me? <laughs> <laughs> review that review. At least we're having fun. That sound kind of scared me in real life. <laughs> I'm glad. All right, so we're back from the game break, and now it's Chelsea's turn. Chelsea girl, where is your review from this week? So glad you asked. Okay, so my review is a little unusual. You know, I usually bring in the one-star reviews, but today I'm bringing in a three-star review, which is a show first for me. Yeah. This is a three-star Yelp review written by Mark M. for the restaurant Le Bernardine. This review was tough for me to write, and it might even be tougher for you all to read. I wanted to love this place. I I really did. And while the food was nothing short of amazing, the service here left a lot to be desired. You see, you always hear about how great the service is in fine dining, especially so at any restaurant rated highly in the Michelin Guide. But at La Bernadine, it just felt so distant, so cold. I walked in on a weekday afternoon for lunch. I wanted to have a seat in the lounge. I didn't have a jacket on this trip, and I knew the dress code for the lounge did not require one. Mind you, I was dressed just fine for the lounge. 
I wore dark jeans, black dress shoes, and I had on a collared long sleeve button shirt with the sleeves rolled up. When I approached who appeared to be the maitre d', I asked if I could have lunch in the lounge, and he looked over the lounge, which was completely empty, and said, sure. The wait staff did not smile. It honestly didn't seem like they were eager to assist me with my menu choices, filling my water, or asking me how my day has been going thus far. As I mentioned before, it felt cold. And it wasn't because they ended up being busy. The only other party in the lounge consisted of three young women who appeared to be on a business lunch. Throughout the meal, the maitre d' and several hostess-type people would look over, and I would smile or nod my head, but I got absolutely no response. Needless to say, the entire meal felt very awkward, and if it wasn't for the amazing food, I might have even walked out. Anyways, about the food. La Bernadine has always been lauded as this mecca of seafood. Many people have said that La Bernadine is North America's best seafood restaurant. Is it? Yes, it is. La Bernadine is literally the best seafood restaurant that I've ever been to. Every dish was flawless. I started out with the hamachi tartare. The hamachi was so fresh. The fish had the perfect texture and mouthfeel. The sliced cucumbers added a nice bit of crunch, and the lemon citrus emulsion brought the right amount of acidity. The dish was very balanced, and it ate well. Next up was the salmon. I don't know for sure if the method of unilaterally cooking salmon is an Eric repair signature, but I was first introduced to this technique by him in one of the segments of his Avec Eric show. The salmon in this dish was easily the best two pieces of salmon I've consumed. The texture was so unique. I didn't know salmon could even feel or taste this way. The veg, pea puree, and sauce in this dish was also quite memorable. Even months later, I can still remember everything about the dish. (laughs) I added the lobster cappuccino simply because... (laughs) (laughs) I added the lobster cappuccino simply because I heard nothing but good things about the dish. When it arrived at the table, I was a little sad because (laughs) the dish itself was quite small. It only seemed like three small sips in the tiny cup. But after I took the first sip, all my worries went away. The dish was so incredibly rich and fragrant. There were pieces of perfectly cooked lobster hidden away within the cup. (laughs) And the entire thing was topped off with sliced pieces of black truffle, which for the time of year, I can only imagine were from Perigord. All in all, this was another perfectly balanced dish. For the finale, the tres leches, which consisted of sphere of cashew sponge cake, clementine sorbet, and caramelized goat's milk mousse. The dish was a stunner in both appearance and in flavor. You can tell they had their pastry chef tirelessly working in the kitchen to make this one right. A triumph and a great way to end the meal. 
ultimately a flawed service in a restaurant with flawless food. Would I return to La Bernardine? Perhaps. And with a little bit of hesitation. Oh my God, it's this the is Karen. The- <laughs> this is the best review for us to both read considering neither of us ate fish. I'm not even confident that I pronounced some of those things correctly. <laughs> I feel like I just am like a one note person when it comes to weight staff. Yes. But <sighs> okay. I just need to acknowledge my cloudedness here because okay. I, I want to be a little objective, but I just personally hate the pretense around food. I hate it. Okay. I hate fine dining. I hate Zagat. I hate Michelin. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And this review perfectly encapsulates the pretense around food. Like, okay, but okay. What? Okay. Let me just let let that go. go. Let that go. I also feel like Mark, I feel like Mark is insufferable to be around. (laughs) Like, first of all, this is a lunch (laughs) shift. In the lounge. And you're in the lounge. Yeah. So like, if you are working out this fancy fancy restaurant you're not working the lunch shift right like the people that had the lunch shift are newer hires right first of all second of all lunch is lower priority okay it still is business so whatever but like calling this cold and distant i think is just like a stretch mm-hmm. also like you went you were there by yourself and you're like staring at all the people that are working so they like right. like it just is like, it's awkward because you're being awkward, Super Mark. Super awkward, Mark. Yeah. And then this whole conversation about, what are you wearing? <laughs> I knew I didn't have to have a jacket. I know. So I wore dark jeans <laughs> and I wore a button down shirt. It's like so gross. I don't care. Who cares? I Who know. cares what you're wearing? Oh my god. Also, that never had any... There was no payoff. Right. No. It wasn't like I was dressed really nicely and they told me that I needed to leave because I wasn't dressed appropriately. Like they just wanted to let us know what they were wearing so that we could really get the full picture. But like this whole conversation about like, I, I, is this truthful? I imagine that this really, yes, I imagine this happened to Mark, but like the value here for me is like, because no one asked you, how's your day going? (laughs) Right. Like get out of here, Mark. It's not my responsibility to ask you how your day is going. If I'm over here serving you lobster cappuccino, like yes, be (laughs) pleasant. Everyone has, but like to like leave a three-star review because someone didn't ask you how your day is going. I think is just beyond the pale. I agree. I mean, at least they did three and not one or two. I mean, I think it could have been a four. Let's take a notch off. I, I think so, too. I think this should have been a four star review because it like they obviously really enjoyed it. They're just having pause. They said this was the be- months later. They're still thinking about this meal. And at the end of it, would they go back? Yeah, probably with a slight pause. So it's like that to me is a four star review first and foremost mark and second of all like ah just again with the pretension you know i mean there are people that are foodies and that would be down for this kind of a breakdown of the dishes so that's the one because i know you're like sort of averse to that and i just want to flip that around and just say there are people that are 
into going to Michelin star restaurants and Correct. maybe they like, you know, on, on all kinds of the financial spectrum, like maybe they save up all year and that's their thing as a family. They like to go to these really nice restaurants. So, but the point here is that this review is a glowing review about all of those. things. Correct. <laughs> yes. Right. And that's why I just think it should be four star, not five because there's nothing bad specifically about the restaurant. There's only something bad about the staff, which I don't know at the end of the day, what is that a complaint to management? Like hire better people, train your staff better, tell them to interact better. I don't know. Sometimes Michelin star restaurants, sometimes you, you go to one and they're just so nice and you feel like, wow, that was amazing. And sometimes they're a little bit colder, but I really do think that a lot of that it's just because they're busy. It made me wonder, like, how long was Mark there for? Was he there for several hours? I feel like Mark might have been lingering. And Mark had multi-courses. I mean, they had a yeah. dessert and they had a cappuccino. Yes. Well, the cappuccino, while I think that's a very weird name for the dish, is more of a soup. See, okay. that I actually wrote down dish. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I think the is lobster that a soup thing. Yes, I mean my impression of the way that they're describing it. I know you were like, "Ew," but I, I imagine that it's a soup. So they ended with okay. the soup course before they had the dessert. Emulsion. Yeah. The word emulsion. Ugh. Yeah, I recognize that people have different qualities than me. So I do want to once again just say I recognize that I have a bias. I'm trying to let go of it. Right. And and to that point. If you're going here, like you're paying top dollar Correct. and you have an expectation for it to live up to the hype. But if you're, I don't know, again, like I don't want this to be like sliding Mark at all, but he went to the lounge. It almost seems like he wanted to go there, but he couldn't, I don't know if it's that he couldn't get a reservation. So he did the lounge instead. Well, I'm curious now how Michelin, what their roster is, because I would imagine that the grading is based on dinner, not based on lunch. Also, I always thought that these really fancy, fancy restaurants didn't serve lunch because they're different menus anyway. So to me, I feel like I would not hang this on my fridge, but right. I guarantee you that everyone in Mark's family just worships everything that comes yes. out of his mouth. Totally. And so they, the grandmother probably will put this on the fridge. Yeah. I, it just is a little like... um kerfumily to it's a little kerflunxing me it's a little this is all a little like messy to me because it seems to me that they had an amazing restaurant experience except for the service and so they wanted to give you both sides of the story Mm -hmm. and they just went with three stars but i think what that actually does is it damages the restaurant because they don't get a five-star review they get a middle of the road review right but it's like, I think it's like you said, this is a comment card to the manager. This Correct. is like, I did not get treated well and I'm dropping lots of money. Yeah. And like, I wanted to be asked how my day was. Well, then go to get a therapist. I mean, here's where I will counter for a second. So when I go on Yelp, especially for restaurants, something mm-hmm. that I do a lot, if I was like, I want to get the lobster cappuccino at this restaurant, oftentimes I'll go to the review and I will just type in lobster mm-hmm. cappuccino. Now, if I was doing that, Mark's review would come up, specifically highlighted the portion of the review where he mentioned that. And right. for that alone, I just think I can't, I have to give him a 
little bit of credit. I do think he explains the dishes well. He lets you know what you can expect. He obviously wants the person reading this review to know that he has an understanding of food and cooking. And a lot of people that are passionate about these kind of restaurants do have that. So I think there's a little bit of value there. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate them giving like the opposite as well, like sort of like yinging and yanging. Yes. Which I value. I do yes. think that is valuable. It isn't just a decimation. Yes, exactly. And also, I had an LOL moment though, like at the top when mm-hmm. he was like, This was really tough for me to write, and it might be even tougher for you all to read. Like, come on, Mark. No, that bothers me. That bothers me. I mean, so pretentious. Yeah, I, like so pretentious. And also, it does bring up the point that you made, which is that I think Mark had been planning to go to this restaurant for a long time, was really excited to go here and just rave about the entire thing, but felt like we have to talk about this elephant in the room for him, which was the like dining experience and the customer service experience was so lacking that even though he dreams about this food, he still his experience is sullied. All the like looking at them seemed very odd. Yeah. Like I smiled I at them. I looked at them. I like, ugh, like it's just, it's strange. They, yeah, it's a little, it's, I'm sorry, Mark, but it's a little creepy. I'm ready to crown this. How about you? Uh, I feel conflicted. Okay. I'm ready to crown. Okay. The Queens are tabulating. You ready? Yes. <laughs> So I'm holding four crowns and Chelsea is holding three and a half. Now I chose four because I do think that the impact for me on this review is that it might be not the best location for lunch. Yeah. And also don't expect like cheers because I don't think everyone's going to know your name and they're not going to care. Yeah. Something that really bothers me with Mark's review is that I think Mark has a little bit of a control issue where they want things from other people. If you mm-hmm. want the waiter to ask how your day is going, ask the waiter how their day is going. Right. Or I don't know. I, I recognize you want high customer service because you are patronizing this establishment. But I don't know. I, I give Mark four crowns because I think that they were sort of queenly and they're yinging and they're yanging of yeah. the good and the bad. I do have an opinion now about the restaurant and certainly about Mark. So I gave four. It's a yeah. solid review. Chelsea, why did you do three and a half? I did three and a half. I took the extra half off because I really just think this should have been a four star review. I yes. think if this was a four star review, it it for me probably would have been like a four and a half four. I would have t- still taken off at least a half crown to a crown for the attitude because I don't I don't love it. But everything else, he really explained the dishes really well. I can imagine people that are wanting to go to this restaurant and wanting to look up these signature dishes and wanting to know what it's about could get information from Mark's review about what they can expect. Uh, And he didn't slander the food. He was very specific not to slander the food. And so I appreciated that. I just think mostly this is in the wrong category for me. So that was why I did the three and a half. It's interesting. I... I wonder how often three-star reviews get overlooked. Even in my experience, I think, let me look at the five stars and let me look at the one stars. Right. 
It is interesting. I, I love your whole thing about searching specific phrases. Yeah. But there is something that, to me, it feels a little bit like I don't often, I never search the three stars. Yeah. I mean, I, I often won't see a three star review unless I do search for something specific within the review. It's like, would Mark just be a really hard grader if he was your professor? Probably. Like he's probably someone that just gives everybody really bad grades. And that's and why this no is... decorations in his classroom. Yeah. Stark walls. Yeah, exactly. But you better smile at, at Mr. Mark. <laughs> anyway, this might be more incentive for me to go there on lunch because I don't want to be bothered. Like, I don't want to get into a conversation with my people. Right. Like, don't talk to me. So <laughs> maybe that's like the New York coming out, but like, yeah. whatever. Very interesting. I'm glad you brought in three. I love this. We should start doing more threes. Yeah. I think we need to start mining the threes because I think there might be some gold there. Just saying. What a great episode. We had a one. We had two ones. We had my two star and your three star. Yeah. We're diversifying, you guys. So that just means all of you listeners have to leave us five stars and we'll just forget about fours because Mark's was actually a four. So everyone leave us a five star. Yes. That's what it means because math and we're both very good at it. Exactly. In chronological order. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Queens. We've reached the most regal portion of our show. Who are you try inducting today for? My Royal Highness. Okay. Today I am going to induct all of the Amazon Prime drivers. Yes. I don't know if you have noticed this, but I have definitely noticed a lot of Amazon delivery vehicles. Mm-hmm. I see UPS, I see FedEx, and I see Amazon Prime. Yeah, and I know that this is like an indication of the time and culture that we're in, and um, that whole ecosystem of Amazon, which can get a little controversial. But I want to induct all of the drivers for Amazon because oftentimes I will get multiple deliveries in a day. I will get them in our garage, which is key delivery. They have like the access code, and then I'll also get them on our front door, which is Prime delivery. They just have so much work and it's like the volume is every single day it's just crazy and uh, especially you know given everything in the climate going on with health we've really become very dependent on delivery in our culture and i really do appreciate everyone going out there and like i mean it's just driving and traffic dealing with barking dogs like it's just it must be such an interesting job that's very busy so i want to induct all of the amazon prime drivers for making all of our lives better by delivering the useless things that we keep ordering on Amazon. (laughs) For that reason, Amazon Prime drivers, you are my Royal Highness. I love that. We're always so in sync. I was literally driving today and seeing a bunch of those. They're more like vans. They are, yeah. And I was like, oh, I need to add them to my list. Oh my my gosh. Oh, that's so funny. Of course, we do that. And also, I wanted to tell you, I'll save it for Patreon, but I wanted to tell you a funny story that harkens back to the dog trainer incident and Amazon Prime delivery people because the dog trainer told me something specific that I want to ask you if the dogs do this. Anyway, we'll get back to that later. So, Chelsea, who are you inducting for my Royal Highness today? So today I am inducting Brene Brown. Why? Because... I love her. Also, I really would like to make hashtag Trey and Brene a real thing. Like, anyway, so that's a separate issue. The real issue is I just love Brene Brown. If you guys are listening, you don't know who she is. She is a shame and vulnerability researcher. And then she takes 
all of the data that she acquires, which seems like a very arduous process, by the way, that she explains it to us. And she turns it into just these amazing works where she breaks down shame and how certain elements of our childhood or whatever it is affect us in our everyday and how we can get past that. But she does it in an amazing way where she she just doesn't make you feel like you're wrong or there or you're bad because you feel this way. She really oftentimes puts herself into the circumstance and makes herself like she does like a stand up set. Like that's what it sounds like when she's when she's telling you the stories of this book. Like it's self-deprecating humor that results in us becoming better, more evolved, more aware people. And that balance is just it's like a chef's kiss. It's so good. And sometimes she'll talk about that. Like I could never be the scientist shame researcher who couldn't curse. And like, is there a genre for scientists and people in this academic world who don't curse? No, there's not. But I couldn't be authentic to myself if I wasn't doing that because that's a part of the package and that's a part of who I am. And because Brene is able to show up as that, she really gives us access to herself and her knowledge in a real way that we just wouldn't get otherwise. We wouldn't hear it if we were just listening to it. No offense to other scientists out there. But if we were just listening to some humdrum lecture about this, we would never internalize the messaging. But because Brene is working it up there and giving us stand-up comedy while also teaching us about life, like, oh, so much permeates through. And I'm just so grateful. And honestly, when I feel lonely and I'm driving, I turn Brene on just because she's amazing company. So, guys, if you don't already listen to Brene Brown, you got to do it. All right. I love you, Brene. Can we be friends? Hashtag Chelsea and Trey and Brene. All right. Love you. You're my real highness. I mean, Brene Brown, she she is one of a kind. I mean, she there's a reason. She is the best. Ugh, love her. All right, my queen. We did it. That is another round on the RUARQ Ferris wheel. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. If you like what you heard, will you do us a favor and please tell a friend? Even just you telling one person can make such a difference. It would mean truly the world to Trey and I. Ditto. Yeah. And if you don't like us, please tell an enemy and uh, post about it. We would love for you to join our mailing list to stay up to date with the goings on in the queendom if you are not already on the mailing list. We currently are running a newsletter exclusive raffle to win a gorgeous insulated water bottle that I believe is ending this week. So make sure you've joined so that you can be up to win the bottle because it's gorgeous and there's only four in existence and Chelsea and I are the other two. So we're only giving one away. So <laughs> you can basically be like me and Chelsea. I mean, who doesn't want that? Yes. Visit reviewthatreview.com to join or click the link in our show notes below. Also, don't forget, you guys, you can leave us a voicemail. We so badly want to hear from you. It's probably my favorite thing about the show, getting to hear from you guys and hear your kvetches and your reviews. It's just amazing. So please call us at one eight five zero review 0 We are standing by. We are waiting to play you live on the air here. You can also follow us if you'd like on all the socials at The Review Queens. I'm Chelsea BD. And I'm at Trey Gerald. Become a member of our royal court on Patreon when you join at patreon.com slash review that review. 
And remember, ignore the haters. You're a queen. Gender non-specific queen. Obviously. Bye. Bye, all. See you guys next week. Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Ida Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Yay! Yay!